Today, here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at Mike Roth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Well, this is Mike Roth and Rich Arnold for today's episode of Cincinnati Business Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us today, Rich. Hi, Mike. Welcome to be here today. Glad to be here. Before we get started, Rich, I'll tell everyone who's coming up next week. We have my friend Dean Gregory, the proprietor of the Montgomery Inn Boathouse. I must say the best ribs in all of uh, America. Awesome. Everyone should come to Cincinnati at least once to try the ribs. Absolutely. I'm sure Dean will tell us that. Next, we're going to have, a week from today, Gene Conroy from Tree Frog Promotions. They're a uh, advertising specialties company specializing in screen printing and embroidery work. And then we're going to have, on the uh, 22nd, Mike Lamb from Cincinnati Time. And he's going to tell his story and the story of Cincinnati Time today. Then we're going to have Jeff Betts from Landmark, Unsur- Landmark Insurance on the 23rd. And uh, we have a whole bunch of other interesting shows coming up. Interesting show would be Steve Beeler from Kemba Credit Union on the the 19th of September. And one of my favorite guys, Bill Scarvala from the Harmony Hill Winery. Ah, let's have one or two. Yes, he's going to be on the show on October 11th, the week after he closes the winery for tours for the season. Are we doing samples? Only if you go to the winery. Oh. Only if you go to the winery. We're not doing the samples here on the show. Okay. Good. So let's see. What else is coming up? Oh, yes. We do have a few seats left for next week's uh, Are You a Hunter or Farmer program, which is in my Business Builder series held at the Clovernook Country Club. There's a $25 fee for that. It runs from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. This will be a high-level networking event. Great business education, and you don't have to be a Sandler President's Club member to attend. You just have to pay for for lunch, $25 at Clovernook. You need to call our office at 513-753-9400, extension 106, ask for Carmen, and she can handle your reservation. Now, for Rich Arnold, let me introduce you properly. Rich is currently the president of the Sharonville Chamber of Commerce, and he's he's been there for six years. Yes. Okay. He's, he's grown the chamber from 76 members to over 300 members. That's a big growth to be congratulated. Previously, Rich was the owner of VersaPrint, a graphic design and printing and mailing company. Rich started his career as a biology teacher in the Cincinnati Public Schools, taught at the Good Samaritan Nursing College at the University of Cincinnati. After having a selling job at Uraco Business Forms, he and his wife, Lynn, bought a, fr- a printing franchise, something called Arnco Printing, grew it into five stores, and then he sold it. 
He was the president of two large commercial printing companies and then bought Versaprint in 1999. Versaprint was another franchise? No, it was an independent print shop. Oh, okay. just has a name that sounds like a yes. franchise. Rich is a member of the Great Oaks Advisory Board, Scarlet Oaks Business Partnership Board, Vice President of Southern Ohio Chamber Alliance, and a treasurer of the Chamber of Commerce Executives of Ohio. So that's all of the Chambers of Commerce in Ohio? Yes. How many chambers do we have in the state of Ohio? You know, it's a moving number, Mike. So it's sometimes somewhere between two and 300 because there's different sizes. Okay. So some of the real small ones don't even kind of show up when you're trying to talk to them or find out about them. Okay. Here, just out of curiosity, here in the greater Cincinnati, northern Kentucky market, how many different chambers are there? Excellent question. My guess would be somewhere in the area of 30 to 40. Really? That many? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of small ones. Mm-hmm. There's some, a couple real big ones. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Sharonville Chamber, which is smack dab in the middle. We're a mid-sized one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, are some of them virtually non-existent in, sense, in the sense of the only thing they do is collect chamber dues? <laughs> That's really an unfair question. You know, they're all benefiting somebody, some way, somehow. At mm-hmm. least that's the goal. Some are more into it than others, and as a result, like we are in Sharonville, we are trying to find ways to help our businesses grow and prosper. Mm-hmm. How many times a month do you have an event for of any kind for your chamber members? We have a minimum of three events a month, mm-hmm. and we have five major events a year. Wow, five major events. Well, you know, the whole purpose of a chamber is one to bring benefits to the businesses, mm-hmm. and importantly, it's employees, the teammates, because without the employees that make up the business, Mike, there is no business, mm-hmm. because an owner is only one person, and they represent everything that they do. So our benefits are very focused on what can we provide all your teammates as well as yourself, how can you make money, how can you profit, how can you grow, and move forward. So just out of curiosity, what are the five uh, chamber-wide events that you have a year? Well, real briefly, we have our annual uh, business appreciation dinner where we have uh, uh, awards given to different levels of, you know, biggest, smallest, uh, most successful uh, executive of the year type of thing. We have our uh, Taste of Northern Cincinnati, which is like all the tastes, only it's held indoors. This year will be February 19th inside the Sharonville Chamber of the Sharonville Convention Center, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then we have our annual car show to 37th year, 500 cars, 8,000 people visiting downtown Sharonville last week, last Sunday in April. We have how, our, how many cars? 500 cars. Well, that's a lot of cars. It's huge. It is absolutely, it's the first event of the year. People have been working all year, all winter long, scrubbing, cleaning, polishing, uh, whatever it takes, and they want to get outside and they want to show them. We have 17 classes, we have awards, we have trophies. It is so much fun. Good. I need a couple of those cars for <laughs> the Rotary Picnic on September 19th. There you go. Now, you probably know some of the, the winners that, that I should invite to the Rotary Picnic. Probably could. But the biggest challenge for me is I would love a 57 Chevy. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm not quite there where I can afford to uh, pick up one yet, but uh, we're working on it. And then we get past the uh, the car show 
We have our annual golf outing at Four Bridges Country Club, and then we have we conclude the year on November 9th this year at our uh, Wine, Art, Beer, and Cigar Festival. And people say, how can you have cigars? You can smoke cigars at our festival. And the reason we do that is we have a tent immediately outside the back. You can purchase cigars at the event, go out back, and puff away. It is awesome. You ought to see the people. A lot of women out there smoking cigars. Really? Surprisingly. Yeah. It's so much fun. Where do, you, where do you have that? At the Holiday Inn on Houck Road off of 275 and Route 42. Okay, so I guess they have a parking lot way big enough for a tent and cars. Well, it's not a huge tent. It works out well, but it, it works out perfectly, yeah. have about 1,000 people attend. That's great. I didn't even know you had that. And then during the month, we have we want our people to connect with one another because that's how you grow a business. Any sales operation needs to have connections. Sure. So we have a business after hours, the second Wednesday of every month. We have a business connection lunch on the third Thursday of every month where we have networking and a speaker lunch. And then we also have the Sharonville Chamber University, which is more of an ongoing educational uh, series that goes it goes for about an hour and a half over lunch. Well, that's great. You, you've got to ask me to do some of those programs for you. Well, there you go. We, we, there are a lot of Sandler programs we could fit in there that might help chamber Absolutely. members. Absolutely. Give you another uh, benefit to talk about. Good. So you really have way more than five events a year. It sounds like you have... 12 and 12, so that's maybe 20. You've you got 30 events a year. We have a lot of events, and if, and, if, and if Lois is listening to this, who's the office manager, she would shoot me because I keep wanting to add more to do things, and the two of us just simply can't do much more. We have Susie who helps us part-time, but that's it. Mm-hmm. So your staff is three. Yeah, but our, our staff is really 3,000. And mm-hmm. the reason I say that is because without volunteers, Mike, we couldn't do what we do. Yeah, I found a lot of a lot of chambers operate that way. We have forty five volunteers working our golf outing next Monday. Wow. I guess you're gonna love to play golf. Rich has agreed to answer callers' questions, which we're going to screen during the commercial breaks. The telephone number as always is six four six five nine five four nine one six. And uh, I got time here before we take a break to ask Rick Rich one more question. I was a little confused. You, you you sold your printing company, and what made you jump into the world of chambers of commerce, especially a small one like Sharonville? Well, I belonged to chambers of commerce from the first day I was in business in 1976. Was involved in the Cincinnati chamber and have been involved in other chambers over the years. And if you're not belonging to a chamber, you're not connecting and meeting people. You're not helping your your company grow and prosper. So they could be big or small. It's a matter of how you work the audience, how you get to know people, be on committees, and all of a sudden people want to buy from friends. They don't want to be sold. They want to buy from Mm. friends. That's good. That's good. Rich, we're going to take a commercial break here. Again, if you have a question for Rich, uh, you can call in on 646-595-4916. We're going to listen to... Our friend Jimmy Fox talk about Tip Club. The next meeting of Tip Club is going to be here at my training center as I'm the host on next Thursday, the 15th at 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Jimmy, let's hear about Tip Club.
Hi, I'm Jimmy Fox of Tip Club. Tip Club is a professional networking organization whose members help each other succeed. We meet once per month and provide a forum where business-to-business professionals are able to connect with more desirable opportunities and build long-term strategic partnerships. I'm inviting Cincinnati Business Talk listeners to come to our free networking event. You'll have the opportunity to meet new people, share leads and referrals, and grow your business through strategic alliances. Membership in our Cincinnati group is open to only one person per specific trade or occupation. Business-to-business professionals only, please. We do not accept multi-level marketing or recruiting-driven memberships. This is our only group in Cincinnati. We'll meet on the third Thursday of the month from 7.30 to 9 a.m. at Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, 4357 Ferguson Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio. To reserve a seat, please go to www.tipclub.com and click on the Events tab at the top of the page. Then, just scroll down the list until you come to the Cincinnati event. Or you may call 800-798-0270. That's 1-800-798-0270. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you at our next networking event. This is Mike Roth and Rich Arnold. Uh, Rich, why don't you tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you after the show to ask you questions about the Sharonville Chamber? I'd be happy to share that, Mike. Uh, The easiest way is to either call the office, which is 513-554-1722, or my email is very complicated now. Be ready for this. It's rich at SharonvilleChamber.com or go to our website at SharonvilleChamber.com. We want to make it easy and simple. I'd love to talk to you. We have a lot of fun. We grow and we move forward. Uh, Rich, uh, why don't you tell us about how you go to market? How do you find new members of the chamber? How do you manage to grow it from 76 to 300? It's really pretty simple. If you're doing something right, and you're providing ways for businesses to grow and prosper, guess what they do? Mike, they go out and they tell others. Others tell others, and as a result, you know, Rich and Lois didn't grow the chamber. All of our members grew the chamber by talking to other people and saying, hey, you got to come to this lunch. you got to join the chamber. We have so much fun, but we get so much business done, and it's unlike either the small chamber, where they don't do much, or the large chamber, which is so big, it's a cattle call. And in our chamber, midsize, you get to know the people, and it really makes a difference because now you have a a hands-on personal relationship with them. So, Mike, it's not rocket science. It's called letting others help you out, and that's exactly what we've done. Mm -hmm. Could you tell our listeners uh, approximately how much it costs to become a member of the chamber? Sure. We run from $275 up to $600 for a membership, and then we have different levels above that to handle many other different uh, 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 opportunities to partake in the chamber. Okay. You said you have fun at the chamber. That's a reason people buy. 
Are there any other reasons? Well, let me ask you a question. Part of what you do and what our listeners do is they want to make money, don't they? Uh, most do, even the nonprofits. And as a result, you have to have sales. Mm-hmm. And if you have sales, you make money. Correct. So, you if should you, anyway. You should. Nonprofit or a for-profit business. It's not a dirty word. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, if you come and participate and you make connections and you ultimately make better money or grow and prosper, what do you think is going to happen? Hmm. You're going to make money. You're going to tell people about the chamber. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's what life's all about. If your painter does something for your house and does a great job, what are you going to do? I'm going to tell everybody. You go to dinner at a restaurant. You have a great meal. I'm going to tell everybody. You go to a restaurant and have a lousy meal. What do you do? And I say, don't go with a so-and-so. Exactly. We try to keep those to a minimum because we have a good time. We make it happen all the time. Mm -hmm. Can you delineate or have you delineated what your unique marketing advantage is, being one of these mid-sized chambers? It, it's a great question. We we get asked that. Why? How come? And really, Mike, I think part of it is our positive attitude. We're very positive. We're energetic. We're always having fun. And we and we like we've talked about. We're making connections, helping people grow their businesses. Mm-hmm. So I guess you are the salesperson for the chamber, Rich. Well, as I've said, I'm not. No, I'm just one of three thousand. Because all of our members are hopefully telling other people about the chamber, giving me an opportunity to have a warm contact with somebody, explain to them, get one of our ambassadors out to talk about them. I can't be everywhere. Mm -hmm. And as a result, or just come to a lunch, kick the tires. We won't charge you. Where do you hold your lunches? Hold our lunches at uh, two places. One is uh, Elements Conference and Event Center on Route 42. Mm-hmm. That's our business connection lunch, and our Sharonville Chamber University is held at the Holiday Inn on Hauk Road. Mm-hmm. And how many people turn out for the lunches, round numbers? Well, this is what makes them great, because it's really about forty-five to fifty people. Mm-hmm. So it's big enough to be to meet people, but it's not so big that all you're doing is passing business cards. Right. Right. And hopefully, the people who are there have learned to tell a story when they're talking to people. And by t- telling a story, there's interest and emotion involved. And then the people say, well, what do you do? Mm-hmm. That's How good. do I get a hold of you? That, that's really good. And yeah. now business, here it comes. You don't, have to, you don't have to work very hard for it. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to so many people from uh, networking groups that had you know, less than 25 members show up. Uh, that's really tough to work in. Uh, a chamber group where there's a affiliation and you get 45, 50 people out, that's a good group. Uh, do you see any uh, obstacles in your path of growth? Or how large do you see the chamber going? The obstacle for growth right now is time. I mean, we've got so much happening, mm-hmm. so many events, so many people want to uh, participate, talk, get involved, learn. As a result, you know, it's 24-7, but I can't do it when I'm sleeping. Sure. So, But we, we look forward to expansion. There's a reasonable opportunity that the chambers of the northern part of Cincinnati, we're all starting to work together now. And by doing that, other communities are now starting to network with other communities. 
Well, you're not talking about merging chambers, though, are you? No, not necessarily. But we, we just had a big event with Blue Ash. Mm-hmm. We're working with Evendale. So, you know, it works. Reciprocity. We're all brothers and sisters in the same position, hopefully trying to help all of our businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Cincinnati Chamber and the Claremont Chamber share their monthly mixers. Exactly. One one month, the other in the, the next month. Mm-hmm. Uh do you have a long-term strategic plan for the chamber? Yes. Is it as current as it should be? No. But using the SWAT type of approach to coming up with a plan, things are changing and we're growing so rapidly, Mike, that sometimes it's difficult to, I mean, we almost have to meet and redo it every year because things are changing generally for the positive uh, so quickly. Mm-hmm. A lot of our clients, we uh, we say a long-term strategic plan is two years, revised every six months. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's good. You know, if you don't res- in in our economy, uh, some people say it's getting easier. Some people say it's getting tougher. What do you see? There's so much going on that you almost have to react. That, that's an advantage of a small chamber. We can react. We don't have to get through politics. Uh, we can make a decision and go, make what, a change. Good. In that line, what are the opportunities and possibilities that you see, Rich? In terms of growth of the chamber or, or new things happening, you talked about the possible uh, joint events with other nearby chambers. Uh, are there any other opportunities or possibilities you see? Well, the possibilities are a couple of the uh, committees or the national comp- comp- uh, event uh, uh organizations that I'm part of. Mm-hmm. I mean, SACA, Southern Ohio Chamber Alliance, we have 100 chambers. So what happens is we're able to go to a Duke Energy, and they're able to give us a discounted rate that all the chambers can use who are part of SACA. All right? So those benefits come down to us. Sintas, uh, we have a 35% reduction in the cost for document destruction as a member of the chamber, we're having some phenomenal results, uh, results with health insurance. Uh, it's a big, big issue. I mean, I don't think anybody knows where it's going to go or what's going to happen. But we have uh, a couple of our uh, agents are really doing a great job working with our customers, communicating with them. We have, for instance, a small company. It's a typical company. They have nine people. Mm-hmm. All right. They've had a lot of raises in their insurance over the years. One of our very good members, Saxon Financial Consulting, went in, did a survey. They were able to save them. Well, actually, they didn't save them. It was the same rate as the year before, but they increased their benefits and lowered their deductible, and everybody came out of that happy because they get a 4% reduction in their price because they're a member of the Sharonville Chamber. We have relationships with some of the health organizations to reduce the cost. That's a a really good benefit, especially since business is generally getting tougher. Mm -hmm. Uh, And sometimes it's getting tougher because there's more information available. Yep. Um, Just out of curiosity, do you have a paper newspaper newsletter that you print coming out of the printing business, or do you send everything electronically? Those days are over. Uh, We used to do that. We did it for years, and no. It's electronic now. Although I got to tell you, Mike, I have a lot of fun with our young people, under 35 year olds. I talk about reading something in the newspaper 
and the Inquirer, mm-hmm. and they look at me and cross their eyes and go, huh? We have the, a newspaper in town? <laughs> yeah. They, they, what newspaper? What are you talking about? So the young people especially, Mike, us older, more mature folks, like the, uh, to read that hard thing in the morning. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny. For many years, I, I read the Wall Street Journal on a religious basis. Mm-hmm. And what I uh, came time to renew about a year ago, they were asking, I don't know, some ridiculous number, like $400 a year. Woo. And uh, I kind of delayed figuring they'd offer me a, a lower rate at renewal date than three months earlier. Then they sent me a, a flyer for $99 for a year. Ah. I said, ah, that's me. And I sent that in and they... They called me and said, we can't give you that rate because you're currently a subscriber. That's a new subscriber-only rate. Oh. So I said, okay, I cancel. Can I get the the rate now? I'll be gone for a week. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They said, you have to be gone for six months to get that rate. So I said, okay, I'm gone for six months. And uh, six months later, they offered me the rate for uh, $99. And I had been reading the stories I wanted to read on the web. And I said, I'm saving 20 minutes a day by not reading the paper and only reading the stories I want to read. I never went back to it. So some people don't understand marketing that way. Again, uh, Rich has agreed to take calls. The number is 646-595-4916. Rich, let me ask you one more question before we take a break. it sounds like your, your chamber is a busy chamber. H- have you figured out what the maximum size of your chamber is? Wow. That's a tough question. The reason being is that part of what I enjoy every day, my motivation, is I've gotten to know so many people. Don't ask me to know all their names when I see them out of the chamber environment. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten to know so many people. My guess would be three to 400 is about where I think will wind up. And that allows me to kind of have a sense about most of those companies. So when they call, there's a question. Somebody wants to know, uh, do you have any contacts in City Hall to help me get my sign approved? You know, I can visualize or talk to them about what they're doing. Good. Uh, Rich, we're going to take a short break and listen to a couple of Sandler messages. Imagine you just left your prospect's office and he now has your proposal, quote, or estimate. What do you suppose he's going to do with that valuable information that you just gave him for free? Call you tomorrow with an order? Get real! He's shopping it around to the competition. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Roth & Associates. I'm the most experienced sales trainer in Cincinnati. I'm constantly amazed how salespeople operate. They believe a prospect asking for a proposal means the sale is as good as closed. Face it, trained prospects will turn you into an unpaid consultant. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, training, and challenging professionals who are 100% committed to long-term sales growth and profitability, no matter what it takes. If you're deadly serious about increasing sales, call me at 513-646-6523. Find out how Sandler Training can make you better, faster, and stronger. Or register now for our next open house, 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. At the first sign of trouble, there are three types of business leader. The first type of leader is like a turtle. He pulls his head and tail in and hides in his shell. Turtles hunker down, just trying to survive. The second type of leader is an opportunist. 
They're like eagles. Eagles spread their wings and take advantage of the winds. They catch the storm wind and rise to new heights. The third group, between turtles and eagles, are called turkeys. Turkeys are average and anxious. They huddle together and move. They never saw. However, turkeys are easy prey for those who seize the opportunity and soar. If someone in your industry goes out of business, are you going to get the business? The question is, which type of leader are you? Will you seize the opportunities to take market share and grow, or will your fate be like the turkeys? If you're serious about growth, call me to arrange a confidential meeting, 513-646-6523, or check our website at rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth and Rich Arnold from the Sharonville Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Rich, your Internet site, uh, you didn't program that yourself, did you? Oh, no, 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 no. Just remember, I'm over 50 years old. Well, you, you could have had an employee do it. I had help, lots of help. Okay. Uh, are you doing anything on the Internet now for search engine optimization to make it easy for people to find you? Well, the folks that we're working with, Legend WebWorks, mm -hmm. helps us do things so that the SEO, search engine optimization, comes to pass. And generally, you pull up local chambers or northern chambers or Sharonville Chamber. I mean, we got all kinds of coverage. We're, I mean, we're doing so many things that result in that, you know, popping up. And, and the reality is, unlike a lot of the websites, Mike, you go to them and they're full of commercials and they're complicated. Mm -hmm. We wanted ours to be simple. Keep it super simple. Two clicks ought to get you anywhere you need to go on our site. And I would say we're pretty close to that. Mm. So can I register for one of your events on the site? Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the, one of the earliest things we did was set up the ability to either join or, or, re, or renew your membership online. Any of our events, you can go sign up, buy tickets, lunches, whatever it is, put a credit card in, you get a little note back with what it was. And uh, it, it's been, people are doing more and more of that, uh, especially when they get frequent flyer miles. Oh, okay. They get quick credit, credit cards. cards. Yep. Yeah. Throw the American Express card in, get, right. or your, your Capital One for uh, uh, miles towards a, a free airline ticket. Yep. That's good. Uh, I like to ask my. We have a theory of operation here, uh, Rich, that simple solutions to complex problems are invariably wrong. And if you're going to solve a complex problem, you need to use a equally complex solution. Perhaps you could share with our listeners from your experience either at the chamber or at some of your printing companies before that uh, of a complex problem that you ran into in business and the equally complex solution that you used to solve the problem. Uh, and maybe from a methodology perspective, that problem could be moved over to another industry. It's an excellent question. Part of my challenge is is that there's, we're doing and solving problems, and I don't call them problems, I call them challenges. Mm -hmm. All right. And so we're solving challenges all the time, day in, day out, because part of our role is to help lots of people. So, so here, for instance, here's a, here's a pretty simple one. A local restaurant closed bias. Well, the server who had been there for many, many, many years, I was able to call another local restaurant and get her into a job in there right away. I, that makes us feel good. We've helped a member by getting another server. Um, for instance, we also have another company called SpeedPro, 
and SpeedPro make signs, graphics, posters, booths. We were able to connect them with Champion Industries and our Champion Windows. In Champion Windows, all their trucks now were have the uh, uh, the outside of it covered with their advertising put on by SpeedPro. And and you know the reality is the way I try and operate is I try and put myself on your side of the table. So when you come to me with a challenge, I try and sit next to you. We're not working against one another. We're working together as a team to try and resolve the issue. And, you know, with lots of experience over the years, I can normally say, hey, have you thought about this or what about that? And, you know, it's like lightning, like like light bulbs go on. So you're, you're actually uh, connecting uh, people and companies Yes. as a chamber president. Yes. You know, I've been a chamber member of some other chambers for many, many years. Excuse me? Other chambers? Yes. Some of the ones you might call bigger. <laughs> uh, especially the ones with those $99 add-ons. So, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, and although I've been members for years, I can't honestly tell you that I ever got a lead, a tip, uh, someone to call from a chamber member, uh, from a chamber officer. I have gotten business from people I met at Chambers, but not from Chamber employees. Well, that just goes right back to what we just talked about. That's why I don't want to be part of something that is a 1,000 members. Mm -hmm. All right? Maybe that's 3,000 too big. It's too big. I can't possibly know all the people. We have, as part of the Chamber, one of the things we do, we have a Sharon Business Network. It's, It's a... A networking group, we meet every other Tuesday morning at 7.15 in the morning, and we have 25 people who are sharing leads. Well, part of what I do there is I'm able to share leads. I've heard, hey, Frank, I've heard that so-and-so has this. Why don't you give them a call? And, And at the office, when they call me and ask me some questions, I know the vast majority of our members and frequently can say, hey, Mike, you know what? Why don't you call Bill? over at XYZ Company, tell them that Rich said to call, and it at least gives you a connection so they hopefully will talk to you. Yeah, we had a, a problem kind of like that on signs here at the building uh, a couple of weeks ago where I needed a, a new set of uh, marquee signs, and the old vendor, I guess, kind of vanished. And the, the owner of the building said to me, Mike, if you can find a guy to do the signs, oh, get them done. So I... I called one of my friends from the Rotary Club, and he was able to do it for us. But what you just said, though, is interesting because it's who you know that opens the doors for either you or for others. Right, and it's funny because this week the facility manager of the building came in to see us, and he said, Mike, who is that guy that did your sign? He did such a nice job. I got another sign I need him to do. Ah, Oh, it works. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Yeah. It's not one for one. It's one. That's zero for two. There you go. Got two for, two for zero effort. Uh, again, Rich has agreed to take calls, which we'll screen during the break. Uh, the number is 646-595-4916. We have time for, uh, I think, one more question. Uh, perhaps, Rich, you can give, uh, you've owned how many companies now? Three or four, yeah. Three or four. Three or four, yeah. Okay. So you should be able to come up with one or two leadership tips that you can give to the other CEOs or 
leaders that are listening to the to the show right now? Excellent question. And it's taken me lots and lots of years, lots of listening, lots of learning, lots of mistakes to finally understand that I need to understand and listen to the employees, listen to my teammates, and try and come up with a solution that works. And if I'm positive and I have a good attitude, it's going to filter on down, all right? Because monkey see, monkey do, and if the leader says, smile with every customer that comes in, and you don't smile and treat your customers like they're the best thing in the entire world, guess what the employees are going to do? They're going to emulate the leader. So if you can walk the talk, it, you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. That's a good uh, good tip for uh, for leaders. Are there any other leadership tips you can uh, share? Something you learned maybe the hard way? <laughs> I know you never learned anything the hard way. I'll, I'll tell you a really quirky one, all right? Okay. I don't think I've ever told this to anybody, Mike. Is that when well, I'm going to be our secret? Oh, it's going to be our secret. Don't and don't tell anybody what you hear. Okay. Okay. But when I have a critical employee, all right, who is going to be in a well, almost every employee to me is critical. All mm-hmm. right. But special employees, I'll when I'm ready to hire them in the process, I'll walk out to with them to their car. I look in the car. If the car is filthy, and stuff is thrown in the back seat, and it's a mess. That's how they're thinking. That's how they're going to treat our customers. That's how they're going to treat our equipment. And that's not going to work. Mm. And if they, if, I'm not talking spit and polish perfect. I'm talking generally maintained and reasonable because it's too critical. Because what they are is what they are. And I got to have absolutely great people who are working with us. That's a good thing. Yeah. You know, I'm a car person myself. I I appreciate a good-looking car. There you go. Uh, I meant to ask you back on the Sharonville Car Show. Uh-huh. Do you have special parking arrangements now because you have 500 cars? How do you get the visitors to park? Well, the visitors sort of fill the neighborhood around the cars. Hmm. So the, all the cars that are coming in, the, the classic cars, are in categories or classes. Mm-hmm. They're grouped together in each class. And each class votes for the best top three in that class. But all the folks who are coming in who are enjoying the cars, enjoying the food vendors, enjoying the activities, we have a midway with stuff going on, they're kind of parked all around the Sharonville area. Maybe they got to walk a block or two to, to, to get into the show. Mm-hmm. Is there a map that you publish online so people can see where to park, what neighborhoods? You know, that's a great question. We've never done that. Oh, but you don't want more attendance. <laughs> the, the actual reality is we don't charge anything for people to attend. Mm-hmm. So we have all the other things going on so that these people enjoy what they come to. Sure, sure. Let's take a uh, another break, and we're going to listen to San LaRue number 25. I'm Roger Wentworth with Sandler Training, and I'm going to talk to you today about rule number 25. If you want to know the future, bring it back to the present. You see, it's a common scenario that prospects ask us to do some work prior to really engaging with us. 
It might be groundwork, it might be an estimate with some solutions, it might be a site survey, it might be a working diagram with some detailed analysis of how we're going to solve their problems. And in our eagerness to please them, we jump at the chance because it allows us to show our expertise. The problem is, we don't really know what's going to happen next. You see, your prospects want to know what you know without making any commitment to you whatsoever. And the typical salesperson is willing to do that. That's when they become an unpaid consultant. So if you want to know the future, bring it back to the present. When they ask you to do one of these bits of work, play the let's pretend game. It sounds like this. Okay, Bob, let's pretend we do that. And our solution fits everything you need. And it really works well for you. What happens next? Now, as a side note, make sure you define everything. But when you ask this question, what happens next? Watch your prospect closely. Because what they're about to do is to tell the future. The rule is, if you want to know the future, bring it back to the present. This is Mike Roth and Rich Arnold. We're back. Uh, Rich, why don't you uh, tell us what your vision for your chamber is in terms of services for the members? Uh, where are you going? Uh, maybe you can tell us additionally about uh, what resources you're putting into place to ensure that you achieve the vision. That's another great question, Mike, and it's one that it we're, things are moving forward so fast that we have to be uh, a little cautious and and as we were just talking off the air a second ago part of the way that the chamber is run is I run it like it's my business and I really believe every employee should work in whatever business they're in and run it like it's their business it's, it's critical so even though it's not my money it is my money in my heart and in my brain it's my money so I'm very proud and very pleased and very cautious about what I do so in terms of moving forward, our next um, investment probably is going to be more space. We don't have enough office space for all the activities that we have going on. And when people are so generous, bringing us all kinds of gifts and, 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 and things that we can either sell or give away at our outings and stuff like that, the place looks sort of like a bit disheveled. And I like a professional-looking uh, facility because the reality is perception is reality. Mm -hmm. And so I can't tell you where we're, what's going to happen, but as we've talked about before, I could see as we continue to grow, which seems to be what's happening, and working together with the other local chambers, we're just going to continue to work to create a positive environment. So it sounds like you're going to be getting more office space. Yes, definitely in the chamber, in the Sharonville area. Yes, and, and and we've been very blessed because we've had a couple of our of our good members say, "Hey, find a spot for us. We'll move in. We'll take the building. We'll buy it. We'll buy it or we'll lease it. We'll bring you in as a tenant. All right, and maybe we have a common conference room so that we don't have a conference room not used. It's used more frequently. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we have a common receptionist or a common copy area." And so we've even considered having two major companies plus ourselves, and we, the chamber, 
We have a lot of activity, a lot of people coming in. Well, that's good for these businesses. Well, for some businesses, it'd be excellent. Yeah, yeah, uh, a great idea. Uh, how effective has your company been at the chamber been at achieving its goals every year? Knock on wood, it's been very successful. Thank you, Mike. Uh, we've done a lot. We, we've pretty much accomplished all of our goals, and each year we've knocked them out of the ballpark and continue to move forward. I hesitate to say that because every business has ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And as I've learned over the years, you make an investment, sometimes spending money, and sometimes it affects the bottom line. Well, it takes the bottom line down a little bit, but all of a sudden the growth continues to come as a result of that investment, and all of a sudden you're moving forward and your profitability and your cash flow returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk to – what is your target universe of prospective companies for chamber membership in Sharonville? Well, obviously the, the surrounding area. Sure, Sharonville, Sharonville and, and the surrounding and area. the surrounding northern Cincinnati area. But we have members who are part of our chamber from Western Hills, from Northern Kentucky. Okay, well, and you give me a look. But the reason being, Mike, is that unlike other organizations or chambers, we are friendly. We welcome them, and they're getting business. They're growing and prospering, making the dollars, making money. So that's why people from Northern Kentucky would join the Sharonville Chamber. So they, all of that, plus the many benefits that we're able to give them and their employees. For instance, an Office Depot card. You know the big businesses, they have a deal with Office Depot and, and the other major companies where they get huge discounts for all their office supplies. Yeah. All right? The little guy, the guy with 20 people, 5 people, 8 people, they, don't, they can't get those discounts. We negotiated with Office Depot we're getting the maximum discounts, so all of our ch- members get that. But guess what we talked about before? You know who else gets those, Mike? No. Every single employee in the organizations. Really? So we have a card that they get. So when they walk in the Office Depot, any employee, their family, their friends with that card, they receive that same maximum discount that the other big organizations are getting. All they do is they pay with a credit card or check, and they walk out with a smile on their face. It's all about working with your team, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's a pretty good deal. It's an excellent deal. Do you have any other deals like that at the Sharonville Chamber? Well, tire discounters. We've worked. We've, we have a great relationship with them. And what they've done is they've given us a card that's worth ten percent off. So when you walk in, you spend uh, twelve hundred dollars for a set of tires. You save one hundred twenty bucks. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's easy to do these days. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm amazed some of our companies haven't asked for them. We try and give them to them. Some don't want them. And I'm like, hey, I'll take the discount. I'll take the 120 bucks if you don't want to. If you don't want to do it, and they also get, I believe, it's a 15% discount on any of their oil changes, brakes, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And again, every single teammate gets that, Mike, across the board. So that's a benefit to the company and a benefit to the employees. Helps morale. And so the reality is if you're the manager or the owner of the company mm-hmm. and you're sharing these benefits with your employees, do you think you're going to have happier employees? Oh, I certainly think so, sure. And aren't they going to think that you're a pretty good guy or girl and your company's a pretty progressive company? Sure, if you can get me a 10% discount. Wow, on tires. 
There Everyone you go. uses tires. That's called a win-win-win. Right, right. Uh, why don't you tell our, our audience what the top three things are that your own people would say about uh, the current uh, sales culture, business development culture of the Sharonville Chamber? Ooh, oh. Top three. Top three. Probably the ability to make connections. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Mm-hmm. The opportunity then to make more commissions or more sales as a result of those connections. Mm-hmm. And probably thirdly, if I don't have a, have a need for your service, you may be able to refer me to someone else who can help me or my company grow. And when did you say you're having these uh, networking meetings? When's the next one if uh, I wanted to send Gene off? <laughs> uh, Gene would be more than welcome. Uh, the uh, uh, This, let me see, what is it? I'm trying to... Today is the 9th of August. Yeah, uh, not next Wednesday, the Wednesday after. I think that's the... Uh, uh, 19, 20, 21. 21. On the 21st, we have our business after hours at Scrambler Marie's. It's a It's a... It's like similar to a first watch. Okay. Uh, in Sharonville, right near the corner of Hauk Road and Route 42, there'll be about 60 or 70 people there. It's free, five to seven in the evening. A great way to meet people. And then the following Thursday, which is I think the 27th, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is our business connection lunch, and we have a gentleman coming in who's Steve Boyd, who's an international speaker, and he's talking about multitasking. And don't most of us try to do multitasking, and all of a sudden we go, huh, now what did that person say? Mm. Yeah, we, uh, we've we've talked about that here at Sandler, uh, and, and we've concluded that there are only two types of people, okay? We have your regular homo sapiens, okay, and they fail at multitasking because it's not built into their hardwiring of their brains, and then we have a few, maybe one per thousand uh, aliens. I mean, they come from Alpha Centauri. <laughs> they look like you or me, but they have different capabilities, uh, and, and they work a lot faster. So for them, multitasking works. Uh, but it's hard to tell who is that person from Alpha Centauri, the alien. Does that person have hair? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, then that leaves me out. Yes, there's, there's a picture of two of them in, on my wall in okay. the other room. Uh, I had one of them in San Latrini, and at the end of the first eight months, he left the, uh, that year having earned about $400 million. <laughs> and uh, everyone says to me, how did he do that, Mike? And I say, well, Al was the only guy who, when I told him to wear a white shirt, would wear a white shirt, give me the report of what he happened when he wore the white shirt, and then say, what's the next step? <laughs> and then he remembered 100% of what he did and what the next steps were, and that was his secret. Well, so let me ask you a question. Sure. Is every single person born a great salesperson? No. Ah, really? There is no such, in my opinion, there is no such thing as a natural-born salesperson in your DNA. And I totally agree with you. People are trained. Well, that's exactly why they need training. Yes. And And that's exactly why people like you and others are doing that to help people learn what to do, how to say it, and how to create something positive because otherwise they aren't going to succeed. So, I, I mean, training is huge. That's why we do our 
Shareville Business, uh, Shareville Chamber University, because it's all about training. Yeah, we we, we say in Sandler, finding power and reinforcement, because truly in the marketplace, that's one of the few things that make us totally unique that we are the only training organization that believes in and designs all of our programs around long-term positive reinforcement training because most human beings don't learn something new in one attempt, A. B, as human beings, whatever we learned first is what we believe most. So yes. we have a, we have this problem of uh, believing what we learned first is right, even though it's wrong, and we have to unlearn it. And that's a problem. Uh, here at Sandler, long-term positive reinforcement training means in a month we have 40 hours of training, which is a lot of training. Now, you're probably a sick puppy if you have to go to all 40 hours, but we pick the hours that each person needs to go to, and each person has a different prescription, if you would. Uh, that tends to work well. And you've just said a key thing. The training continues over a period of time. Oh, we yeah. tend to go to a seminar, and what do we tend to do? We come out of it or we learn something, and we're all heck-bent for making it happen. In a month, we've forgotten it. But if you do it frequently and you get reinforced with on top of reinforcement, Mike, it works. That's right. Uh, learning a new trick. Uh, we had a class this morning. And I threw a couple of koosh balls at uh, one of the fellas, and I didn't know whether or not he could juggle. <laughs> so I juggled one koosh ball, and I threw him one. I said, could you th juggle one at him? And he, he juggled one real good. Then I threw him a second one as I tried to attempted to juggle two. And he managed to juggle two pretty well. And so I said, he's better than I would. So I threw him the third koosh ball, and I said, Adam, go for three. And he stands up, and he's juggling these three uh, balls for wow. about 15, 20 seconds. Whoa. And after he finished, I said to him, well, how long did it take you to learn how to do that? And he said, Mike, I started when I was 10 years old, uh, about 35. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. The way we learn as human beings is long-term positive reinforcement. There's no such thing as a natural-born salesperson. There might be people who have DNA in their family towards sales, uh, you might have learned how to sell from the time you were two years old. You might have sold to brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers. You might have learned it by observation from grandma and grandpa. And uh, we have different capabilities of learning. Some people learn faster. Some people learn slower. And we have those few aliens who learn on one attempt. Love it when you find them. And you know what? I know we need to wrap up, but the reality is, Mike, I learn every single day. Mm -hmm. I learned so, I learned many many things, and I learned that if you treat people the way you want to be treated, and you create a positive environment, it works. Right, right. I, and so I really thank you for the opportunity to share these thoughts and be with you again, Mike. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks again. I think the first time we met, probably you were back in the printing business where it was in the nineties. It was earlier than that, I think. Well, I only started here in Cincinnati. Well, then it was the nineties. In the nineties. Uh, Rich, I want I appreciate you being on the show. I'm giving you a copy of uh, Sandler's uh, book, The 49 Sandler Rules. Inside the book, you're going to find a million dollars. I always get, help people make an extra million dollars. Wait a minute. It's not autographed. <laughs> I can autograph it for you. All if right. like. okay. uh, there's a, a tra Sandler training calendar in there uh, and a free pass. Come to one of the classes. 
Thank you, Mike. Hey, thanks for being on the show, Rich. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Scott, I'm going to ask you to take it away. Thanks for listening. This program is the property of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, Inc. The show may be distributed only with written permission and then only in its entirety. If you have any questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400.